Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Rizza Lou, a first-time mom and listener, for her recent review. I know. Isn't that nice? I'm your host, Meredith, from That's Inappropriate. And I'm your host, Tiffany, from Juggling the Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need, so any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. So welcome to Take It or Leave It. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are talking screen time, kids and cell phones, and keeping it spicy. I know. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss previous, current, or upcoming episodes like next week's when we have... C.A. Miljavik. C.A. I love her. Tiffany, I- I'm friends, but you two are like... Soulmates. Yeah, soulmates. That's exactly... That was the first word that <laughs> came to my mind. Okay, so we are here because we've all struggled as moms. And anyone who says that they haven't is a big liar face. <laughs> I switched it up. So let's start the show with a mom fail moment. And I have got one. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's kind of my fault. So... um. Everybody's been talking about this diva cup situation. Uh, do you know what that is? I do. I do. You stick it in your hoo-ha. Have you ever used it? No. Okay. Me neither. But I was like, I'm going to try. Uh-huh. Because during that time of the month is a nightmare. So I was like, anything to make it better. The whole concept freaks me out. But whatever. I'm down to try it. it may, tell them what the concept is, though. Because if you, they've not heard of what a diva cup is. Um. So basically, it's a little silicone cup that you fold and put up into your lady parts and then it opens up and it forms a, a, uh, I don't know what you would call it like a, a seal a seal thank you i was going to say umbrella but anyway <laughs> it I forms know. a seal around your lady stuff in there and it okay it catches your flow yes i I'm, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it people are probably eating breakfast anyway it eliminates tampons mm-hmm. um, and uh, apparently makes things easier down there. So whatever. I bought one mm-hmm. off of Amazon because mm-hmm. I was going to give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't even had a chance yet, but I, I had examined it. Anyway, I am on a one-on-one call with one of my supporters, a video chat. And it's the very beginning. And all of a sudden, my son runs up to me. And li- I'm not kidding. Without hesitation just shoves the diva cup straight in my mouth. It was like he picked the diva cup up in the bathroom and beelined holding it out in front of him and didn't stop till it was like down my throat. And I'm like, and I'm like trying to be normal. It's my first time talking to this person. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And it was a girl. So she knew it. She's like, is that a diva cup? No. Uh, But I felt like in that moment I failed because I should have put it probably where he couldn't get to it. Um, instead of in his toy chest. And also it was not, it was brand new. So this is not like, it wasn't like gross. Like it was had, you know, been used or anything. It was just out of the package. Cause you were probably inspecting it. I'm assuming. Yeah. But how does the person really know that that's the truth? You know what I mean? Right. I, did, I didn't want to explain it. No, no, that person totally thinks you're gross, but uh, I'm saying like now after the fact, you can basically just be like, Hey, this is what happened. Yeah. And it's, don't worry. It's cool. It's it's like when your kids find, I think we were talking about this maybe last week when the kids find your SEX toys and stuff. I love how you spelled it. Like, 
assuming what that the, the children the children who are listening in on this podcast can't spell which is fine but yeah no that happens I think that happens quite frequently because I've seen some feeds um, and we have on my website we have a spot for mom fashions and kids find vibrators all the time yeah and take them out at like to like the Sunday dinner and they're like this one spins and lights up mom is this your neck massager and it's like yeah 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 give me that kid yeah, they're so, yeah. like little animals burrowing in our belongings for things constantly we have. looking for stuff. They love they. I don't know why they like our stuff so much. It's like you have your own stuff. Don't touch my things. So yeah. So that's sorry, okay. I was distracted. But yeah, so that was I don't know. That's not really my fail. Um, I but it's. I feel really uncomfortable now that I told everybody the diva cup story because I feel ah. like some of them don't believe me and they think that I used it. Which I did, but I didn't want to admit that. <laughs> well, now that, you've, now that you've admitted it, it's fine. We're all friends. No, I had to get it out. Okay, that's the truth. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, this means it's time for a joke. It's the greatest part of the whole show, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Why did the turkey cross the road? Why? Because it was Thanksgiving Day, and he wanted people to think that he was a chicken. <laughs> that's terrible you know what I mean because they would have they would have caught him because he's a turkey yeah right exactly it's, it's terrible it's tricky it was not it was terrible oh I had a dream the other night that I was getting married and the entire dream I was like god it feels like I'm already married to someone but yeah <gasps> isn't that weird and then I was like I'll just get married anyway and then he, <laughs> my husband called and was like you can't get married you're already married to me and I'm like <sighs> Wedding's already planned. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dreams are so. But weird. I never saw the person I was marrying either. Like, just I knew I was going to get married. It was super weird. That's anyway. actually sad a little bit. I well, I because it's just because like I've it been doesn't wa- matter who it is, just anybody else. I, but yeah. Dave. Well, no, it's because we've been watching this show, Ninety Day Fiance. I know. Dave yeah, was telling me. Yes. I know one of the people on there. Do you really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm telling you, we've been watching it, binging it at night, and I just keep having these random married marriage dreams. Maybe you guys should renew your vows. I don't think that was it. Okay. Why did Dave just laugh so hard? Yeah. Well, because it's funny. All right. So in trending news, this is this was intense. I read this article earlier this week, and it freaked me the F out a dark consensus about screens and kids begins to emerge in Silicon Valley. A New York times article discussed the people that are closest to technology are extremely wary of how we are allowing our children to use it. So um, technologists know how phones really work and many have decided that they don't want their own children anywhere near them okay you would think that's enough to like throw your phone away what do they know that we don't know okay so a weariness has been slowly brewing and it's turning into a region-wide consensus the belief of screens as a learning tool is apparently overblown and the risks for addiction are stunting development literally stunting our kids develop the debate basically is saying look we have to we have to be honest and discuss the actual appropriate amount of screen because screen time includes TVs, computers, phones, iPads. If it's a blaring visual in your face, Mm -hmm. we have, there has to be a limit to it. And there, and there, there's a debate on what that is, but we're going to kind of go through this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm telling you, I sat here and I read this article and some of the, um, some of the quotes from these 
people that were, I'm talking, these are people from Facebook, Google, um, Geek Dad, like these are big tech sites are saying there's tons of scientific proof to state that, that we're making really poor parenting choices and we're losing years of our kids' childhood to screen time. It's so scary. It is. Um, so like here, doing no screen time is almost easier than doing a little, said Kristen Stetcher, a former social computing researcher married to a Facebook engineer. Mm-hmm. If my kids do get it at all, they just want it more. Athena Shavaria, who worked as an executive assistant at Facebook and is now at Mark Zuckerberg's mm-hmm. philanthropic arm, said, I am convinced the devil lives in our phones and is wreaking havoc on our children. Yeah. Hold on. This is executive assistant at Facebook. Yeah. What? Yeah, no, this is serious. So here's the thing. I I read through this article and it basically stated that we have to be, okay, so people are these assistants or engineers or whatever at these tech companies are code writers, right? And the code writer's job is to get you to want more of it. So like, let's use Fortnite just for an example, because this has been a big sticking point with talking about addiction to video games and things like that. It's actually been proven that it's led to divorce in the last year. Uh, So here's the thing. Coders will write into these games, these characters, these scenes, these scenarios, and they will force you like when you go and you have a kill or whatever you call this in Fortnite because it's a shooting game you have this overwhelming sense of joy and excitement because you've beaten a level or beaten whatever right Mm -hmm. so the coders are writing it in such a way that it lights up that part of your brain to make you have all of the good feelings exactly like when you do drugs or when you have sex or when you um, gamble and you win money or whatever so those pleasure centers light up right the same thing happens when you watch a tv show and you laugh or do whatever but apparently it's 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 way more intense tense mm-hmm. on a video game for whatever reason, I guess, because it's more interactive right. than it is with TV, which is passive. Right. That makes so sense. they've been talking a ton about the fact that we have to learn to limit our kids have to have a limit because their brains are, we're kind of like a lost cause because our brains are not developing like our kids' brains are developing right now, right? So, like, we're kind of like, you're screwed. It's done for you. You're old. Your brain is <laughs> your brain is already, like, getting wormholes eaten through it, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But our kids, they're saying, hey, you guys need to be paying attention because this is causing not only addictive personalities in our children, but it's rewiring their brain to only seek out pleasurable activities which is really scary it said on a scale between candy and crack cocaine it's closer to crack cocaine yeah that's chrissy anderson the former editor of wired so okay so we we hear this we've heard the warnings but do you think people will implement it do you think it's enough to scare people and if so how do you go about implementing it when uh, there's a world full of technology everywhere you turn well, and we had this conversation after I read this, I had a conversation with my husband. I had a conversation with Eric and Trey, um, cause that's kind of our weird, um, cohort of, of people. <laughs> and we basically decided that we are limiting as is we, I, I basically read this, this next piece of the article. It says Chris Anderson, the former editor of wired, the same guy who basically said it's basically like we're feeding our kids crack cocaine by giving them unfettered, uh, screen time. He said what he did was 
He has five children and 12 tech rules. They include no phones until the summer before high school, Mm. no screens in the bedrooms, network level content blocking, no social media until age 13, no iPads at all in his house, and screen time schedules are enforced by a Google Wi-Fi that control that's controlled from his phone. If the child has bad behavior, they are offline for a 24-hour period. So he set forth these, right? So what we decided to do, based on what a lot of these individuals were saying, is our kids are now going to get two hours a day. That includes an iPad, a phone, a TV, or a video game. You get two hours. Mm. So when we get home, instead of going and running and sitting on the couch, get your ass outside and go play anything, do something. I don't, you know, whatever, ride a bike, play basketball, whatever. In the evenings, you have to pick how you're going to spend it. You want to watch one 30 minute show and then go play an hour and a half of video games. I don't care. That's fine. That's all you get though. You're getting two hours. That is it. And so my youngest was trying to, he's like, well, YouTube's not really. And I'm like, no, 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 (laughs) no, no, no. YouTube is. So, and here's the thing though. Like I can't do the no cell phones before high school because my kid walks to school. So I'm giving him a cell phone because he has to walk there and that's an emergency thing or whatever. But when he gets to school, it's shut off. When school starts, he turns it back on and then I'm picking him up. He's not calling other people and he's not on that phone for anything other than this is like a safety that we know I'm of. Just kidding. You're right. But listen, here's the thing is I don't have a kid that age, so I'm the mom who hasn't gotten there yet, right? right. Like before I had kids, I was like, my kids will never have iPads. I'm, they're going to be brainwashed. And now I've bought them 15 of them at least. They keep losing them. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get another one. I can't have them look. But so I don't have kids that age, but it terrifies me. Like I think back to when I was in high school. I didn't have a cell phone until I was like 19. And I know things are different, um, but – I went back to my old high school and apparently the kids in high school now are allowed to have their phones between classes, just not in classes. So all of them are walking through the hallways with their heads down, not even interacting with each other. And it makes me so sad. Yeah. Because we I used to walk through the halls and be like, what's up, girl? Let's hang out. Da da da. Passing notes. And now everybody's just in their own little world. It makes me sad. Well, you made a really good point because the social connections, they're not making these and it's causing them to have issues where they're actually feeling lonelier than they ever people ever have. So we have this great thing, which is social media and all of these ways to stay connected, but people actually feel more lonely because they're not having those personal interactions throughout the day or whatever. Yeah. Now, we do not allow to have cell phones at the dinner table. And I've been lax about letting the TV be on in the background, but that's done now. It's been taken. It's done. Really? We're, we're taking it away. No more TV. While we, well, when we eat dinner, we have to talk to each other. We need to interact. We have to have a conversation. So the kids are all super scared because tonight when they come home, we're laying every single thing out in an actual like, no, this is this is exactly what we're doing. This is how it will be laid out in the future. Um, but I think... I think there's enough information out there now to say, yeah, we need to limit this. There, there's, there's some problems with this. It's too much. I think that's amazing. And so far, how's it going? Well, we, we've had it one we day. We started this morning. <laughs> yeah, it's been a day. <laughs> we'll have to do an update on this later. But it's, it's really, it's, it's a, it's crazy. Like I looked at, um, my, my nephew is two. Mm-hmm. And that child is addicted to his iPad. Yeah, I believe. And it. and and so Eric was like. We're done. 
He doesn't get this anymore. If you want to watch a TV show with him at the end of the night before bed, that's fine. But he is not getting this stinking iPad because that kid will just constantly over and over ask for Paw Patrol, Moana, whatever. And it's like, and it was basically strapped to his face because it would keep him quiet. Yeah. And that was what I was going to say. And now it's like, and he's like, nope. We're done taking it away. And so if for the last two days when we when we and we eat to dinner together almost every night, he um, hasn't had it. And uh, and and he's fine. We're just have to play with him. <sighs> who who would have thunk it? You just have to play with your kid. And then you don't you know, and I know it sounds it's easier said than done. Now, some of these experts actually did talk about the fact that they will allow a, an iPad or a video to be played during long car trips uh, because you're locked in together and you've got nothing else to do or no whatever escape. and there's no escape but they said really they save them for those types of situations but i thought we should take a caller yeah and see if anybody has um if anybody's had either success with limiting screen time or success i'd like to hear success yeah too. because so let's hear some success stories with limiting screen time if, if i'm being 100 percent honest I always said that my kids would never have technology, but I find it as a pacifier, a way to keep them quiet so that I can have some alone time. But what does my alone time look like being on technology? So I give them an iPad or um, a, whatever screen time so that I can check my emails and look through Facebook and just have a break. You know what right. I mean? And it's like, it is. It's a, as somebody who has been addicted to almost everything, it is literally a drug. Well, and but here's the hard part with us because we're painted into a corner because this is what we do for a living. Yeah. Technology is literally what we do all day, every day. And we are we are constantly connected because of the podcast, our live shows, our videos, our whatever, our blah, blah, blah. And it's tough because this is literally what we do. Right. Um, and of course, my kids threw that in my face. They were like, Mom, you're on your phone all the time. And it's like, I understand. And I said, and when we are together in, at dinner or family moments or whatever, the phone is I'm going to I'm actually getting a box phones are going in the box. I love that. And you can have it you can have it back when we're done and this is your time and if you want to use it for that go ahead but when when you're done you're done and we are I am going to be a, sh a straight up enforcer. Um and it's not a big deal for the, the only kid who this doesn't really even affect is my daughter because she's literally at gymnastics 4 to 5 nights a week and by the time the poor kid gets home she has tutoring sessions and then she goes to bed. Oh. So she's literally the only one who's like not hooked on it all the time because she has such a packed schedule with Jim. Wow. So maybe just keeping them busy is a good solution. Well, and the, and the thing is, is that several nights a week, they've got soccer and flag football and gymnastics. So at this age, it is easy to keep them out of the house and busy. It's the weekends that are tough because they're sitting around on a Saturday and they just don't want to turn off camp Kiki Waka or whatever the hell nonsense <laughs> we're Kiki watching. Waka. Yeah. So that's, you know what I mean? Like that is the thing. All right. So who do we got? We got somebody who's pretty close to us. We have Elizabeth in Tampa with Hello. two kids. What's up, Elizabeth? Hey, ladies. I, I can't believe I'm actually on with you. You Hello. are here. Hello. Hey, and I can hear my own voice in this call too. So forgive me if I'm a little hesitant. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Um, I have a, an 11 year old son who's in sixth grade and a little girl who's going to be three next month. Mm -hmm. So we run the gamut with um, electronic devices, but our son is not allowed at all 
during the school week to have any electronic devices. <gasps> really? Wow. He can he can carry his phone with him. <clears throat> excuse me, and he can. That's about it. Um, but he cannot like sit on his phone and play with it. He can't use his iPad. He can't use be on PlayStation. Wow. At all. So what is he doing? <laughs> well, he plays football and baseball. Mm-hmm. Too during those seasons, so he stays really busy with that. Um, but he's just used to it. That's just how it's always been for him. Mm. So he has knock on wood. As of yet, he's not tried to fight it. Can I? Who ask- knows what the future holds? But right. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this: On the weekend, is it a technology free for all? It can be, Meredith. It can be. Okay. But because I think he's not used to it being a free for all or having any use of it during the week he'll play with it for a little bit he'll go outside he'll play with it he'll go outside he'll, he'll kind of rotate back and forth okay and it unless he's been on it to where i'm like geez how long have i not seen him for you know i don't really have to worry too too much about it where we have the issue more than video games is his that dang ipad he will sit in the bathroom with his ipad to um, i'm swear i swear like his whole innards are going to fall out because he's been on the toilet for so long with that damn iPad. Huh. Is he on the toilet? Or... No. I don't know what he's doing. You're right. He's 11 now, so he's 11. what he's doing in there, right? Well, I'm just saying because I have a soon-to-be 13-year-old and yes, the door is locked. I not thought about that. The door is locked, okay? And it's like, what are you doing in there? I'll be on a bit of Oh, I have to start thinking about that. Here uh, I am well, thinking he's... She, I'm know, just saying he's playing Scrabble in there for he's, so long. He's uh, words with friends. Um, no, but 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 I had to have that like moment myself where I kept I kept wiggling the door handle and being like, "What the hell? Why did he lock the damn door again?" And my husband's like, "Leave him alone. <laughs> oh, Leave him alone. The shower's on." It's like, oh god. Oh, that's too funny. So, yes. but I'll tell you, my two-year-old, it's a huge issue with her because ah. we don't let her have it, the iPad. She has his old iPad. Um, hardly ever because mm-hmm. it just hasn't been a thing for her. But twice I have just let her have free reign with it and taking it out of her hands. It has been a complete meltdown. It's almost like she gets so isolated in that YouTube world that she forgets anybody else is there. So when you take it from her, it like snaps her into reality and she just flips. Well, that's what they, that's what they were saying. This, this one woman from Facebook was like, if you give them just a little, it's, it's like you, you physically, like you said, you can't take it away from them or they just go ballistic. And that is what makes it so scary because it, it just goes back to how much is actually okay. Like how much of this is actually okay. But I will say if you are doing things in moderation, if you are watching what your kids are doing, if your kids have outside activities to go and do, I, I, I mean, I'm a product of the 80s. We, mm-hmm. we were outside all the time. We didn't come home until it was dark. We watched TV on the weekends. Of course, we played video games. Now, we didn't have the internet because it wasn't like a thing. We didn't right. have social media or anything. But I'm telling you, on a weekend, we, you know, we were up until 12, 1 o'clock in the morning watching um, what was Chuck Woolery on the dating game or whatever ridiculous nonsense we were watching. And so, and I'm like, we're, we're okay. Right? I'm scared to let my kids right. outside though. Like I'm all this fear. We get all this fear from the phone and from the news. So thinking about 
breaking away from the phone and sending my kids outside where all the kidnappers and murderers oh, are is horrifying. Tiffany. I'm you know, and I think kidding. that's a real fear, but I, I honestly think we have to fear what's in the internet as much, if not more, than what's outside. I agree with She's that right. sentiment as well. I agree. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, You're thank welcome. you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you very much. You guys are doing a great job. I love the podcast. Oh, thanks. Aww, Enjoy thank your you. weekend. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm not even joking, though. I can't. If My kids, ugh, I can't. I could. The thought of having my kids outside alone Okay, but gives me nightmares. But your children are still, you have, they can't be alone yet. You're still in the <laughs> trenches. You can't just, like, push them out the door and shut it. But even my, se- my seven-year-old. Is seven too young, too? Uh, I can't I even think, think you're about on the, I think you're on the cusp. You're closer with, with her. She's like, can I ride my bike over to my friend's house? And I was like, what? No. Well, I guess it's where's the friend's house. Outside? Is that, <laughs> in the danger zone? Where's Kenny Loggins? I think he's going to come sing to us. Get out of here. Okay, so you've mentioned <clears throat> Chuck Bullery and Kenny Loggins ah. so far in this podcast. Grandma. Well, I, Grandma? <laughs> I'm uh. just kidding. We're the same age. We're not the same age. I've got at least five years on you. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's let's move on to um, parenting crap because it's tied into this first segment. In today's parenting crapola, hmm. um, this goes with what we were saying. So when should your kids get a cell phone? It's a rite of passage for parents of tweens. By the time your child is 10 or 12, she decides that she must have a cell phone. Because if she can't text and talk to her friends, her social life will be ruined. You may be skeptical about that, but the idea has some appeal to you. As she begins to become independent, you want to be able to keep in touch with her, especially if she has started traveling alone. Mm. But the prospect of the cell phone comes with a host of concerns. Correct. There are some examples that we are going to give. Well, so here's the thing. We'll talk about this and then we'll get into those parts and pieces. I gave my son a cell phone sixth grade because he was walking to school. Had he not been walking to school, I probably would have kept it until ninth grade. Because you were scared of the outside world? I, because he's walking to school alone. Yes, I gave him a cell phone. Absolutely. Because it's scary out there. It's a little bit scary, but you also, we have to remember too, though, that the the reason that it's scarier is simply because we're shown everything all of the time and bombarded with it. Because I'm sure there were plenty of kidnappers in 1988, but nobody knew because we, we weren't being bombarded by this information. I also don't think kidnapping is, is, is <laughs> as frequent as we, um, well, we I, look, I know that this happens. Let me backtrack that. What I meant to say was, right. I think because we are inundated 24 hours a day, seven days a week with news and news outlets, we're hearing so much about this. Of course, we have to take precautions with our children. Of course, we have to be vigilant as parents, but we also can't live by fear. I know you're so we right. can't live by fear. We have to be able to, we have to let our kids grow up and do things. Our job as parents is to raise children to become adults and go out and do stuff. No, I know it is. It it really is. But we have to we have to to do we should take some precautions. Mine was giving my kid who walks to school a cell phone. Yeah, that was one of the I things I that. did. Um, but what they're saying is there are a lot of things. Um, there are a lot of things that come into getting a cell phone. Like what should we worry about, Tiffany? 
cost. Oh, that's a big one. Listen, here's the thing. That's my point. I bought my kids so many of those little kitty Amazon things. You know what I'm talking about? The candles. Yeah. They're like yeah, yeah, 70 yeah. bucks. And they keep losing them. And I'm like, you guys begged me for this and I got it. And now you can't find the chargers or the things to it. So why? I they lose their underwear. They lose their books. They lose everything. That's not important. So, so that actually falls under a, what this this other this first article that we talked about in the first segment said: maturity level. Is your child actually mature enough to have technology? Ooh, okay. If they're losing it right. all the time, then no. But see, I'm I lose stuff. All I the know time. I'm such a hypocrite. I lose stuff all the time. <laughs> so this is really a tough one. And you know who actually in my household loses stuff the most out of anybody? Dave. Dave. Dave loses. Do you know how many wallets my husband has lost over the last 15 years? Really? Probably seven. With money in them? Credit cards, money, driver's license, you name it. And and here's the best part, though. We'll find the wallet eight months later under a bed, in a drawer. But it's like we – you know how many credit cards we've had to replace? Because he's like, lost my wallet again. It's like, oh, my gosh. But, But maturity level. Right? Is it one of the big ones? Can you let your kid have a phone? Are they ready? Ooh, Faith said that is why the pay as you go track phone is great. Mm. Well, and that's what they, that's another thing that they were saying was you, you, overages can be the bane of a parent's existence because they can chew through data and then you're screwed for the rest of the month or you're paying that $15 increment. Boom, boom, boom. Right. So that makes sense. Having, ha- having a cell phone provider who does the pay as you go or whatever. I have a cell phone provider where if you don't pay the bill when it's due, they just shut the phone off until you pay it. It's really great. And uh-huh. It's only 40 bucks a month. That's fantastic because I'm not going to tell you what our cell phone bill is. I don't want to know. You I'm don't. Sure, it's depressing. You won't sleep. But also track phone. Is it called a track phone because you can track it? I think you can track all phones Because I might be down for that, giving my kids phones when they get into teens, if I can like watch them as well, they walk around. Well, we do. We have that on ours. So I, so he, we can actually pull it up and it'll tell us where his phone is right this minute. Really? Yep. And it'll be at the school. Oh my gosh. That changes yeah. everything. Well... I mean, but like I said, though, what, what age do I mean, they actually need it? Yeah, like, right. so, so yeah, you could also put a chip in your kid. I thought about it. No, I oh, was kidding. No. Okay. No, never mind. Me too. Um, no. Oh, Tiffany. Crossing the line. <laughs> <laughs> what if your child texts or posts something inappropriate or even sexually explicit? Mistakes can be damaging and permanent. Yeah. Mm, like yeah. boob pics. Boob pics. If you send it to like your crush. Mm. not having any concept. Why is that moving? Oh, the dog. Sorry, the dog's moving the curtain behind you. It looked like a ghost. Oh. I was nervous. Yeah, it is a ghost. House is haunted. But yeah, like that has happened before. I remember when I was young and reckless, I would text pictures that weren't always super appropriate. Well, and I think that goes to the fact that you could have, your kid could have a cell phone because you want him to be safe, um, but you don't have to allow them access to social media. You could keep that off till high school. I mean, I guess it just depends. Like my my um, soon to be thirteen year old is is not on any social media. That's no, good. No Facebook. No Instagram. I feel like no it's nothing. So young. I feel like that's young. Well, Why? they were saying thirteen. The other article was saying thirteen seems like a good age for social media. And but he, why? And, I think once again, it goes back to the checklist of, are they mature? Can they handle themselves? Are they going to be posting inappropriate pictures or things? So it's every kid, like, like we say in parenting all the time, every kid is different and you're going to have to figure out what's going to work best, but moderation is key. 
Right. With everything that we do, moderation is key. And it's really easy for me to have an opinion about this because I don't have a kid that age. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know what it's like. I haven't lived it. So. Well, yeah. And we're just getting into it. We're at that age now where he's, you know, he wants to get on this stupid Fortnite game and meet up with his friends in there. And so I won't let them chat on the game because then anybody can go in and chat. So I make them call each other. Nice. On the phone because it's like, no, no, no. You're not going to chat with with Rob, Rob S6969. <laughs> you are not chatting with that man. Right. So it's like, no, no, no. Um, so I'm watching what they're doing, you know, but I think that's also it. And cyberbullying. Oh, yeah. Cyberbullying's terrifying. And the other stuff, too. The sexual predators that are creating oh. accounts to, 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 that's what I'm saying is it's, it's everywhere and things can happen whether they're inside your home or outside your home. So if you're watching, if you're paying attention, if you're involved, think about this though. Let's stop for just one freaking second. Cause this has really gotten me all riled up. <laughs> okay. Cause we just did the, the Halloween video, the eighties parenting yeah. video. Okay. We've done, we did a first one. We've done the Halloween and hold on to your ninnies. People we're doing a Christmas one. Woo woo. Okay, but listen, my parents had no freaking clue where I was. None. Yep. There was no way to track me or tag me or know what was going on. The streetlights came on. Your butt better have been home or they were starting to call around and figure out what house you were at mm-hmm. and you better get your butt home. Right. Like they didn't they didn't come to all of my sporting activities. They didn't show up to everything. They were you know what I mean? It was like the, we were not the. I had nobody being that involved in my life and we survived and we made it. But now we are forced to feel as a society that if we do not know that, that, that they are breathing every second of every day that we are failing as parents. And I think it's crap. And I think the social media and the phones and the technology play a big piece of that, a big component of that. And that kind of just ticks me off because I feel like we got a raw deal, right? Us parents got a raw damn deal. Right. Did your parents know where you were at every second of every moment? Never. They ne- they actually it, never knew where I was ever to uh, the opposite extreme, like to where I was like, dang. Well, and, and I'm saying once again, if we were to find some freaking moderation, like we'll probably be okay. We'll probably be fine. Yeah, we're all going to come across some crap and have to deal with some stuff. Like I just said last night to my husband, I was like, should we put the cloning app on his phone so we can see what sites he's visiting should we be doing that yet and he's like well I don't really want to but we can and so we have to have a conversation about that but do I really need that I I mean am I just being am I just being uh, uh paranoid do I really need to know if he's if he's looking at porn do I, I this is so hard this is real life. This is the crap people are thinking about. Yeah. I want somebody who has a cloning app on their kid's phone. Call in. I want somebody who who is looking at everything their kid is doing on their tech advice, on their tech device, and I want you to tell me um, why you do it and what you've seen as a result of it and do you think it's worth doing or is this overstepping? I, I'm just, look, this is a massive parenting conversation to have here and I know your kids are a, bit, a little bit younger and I'm being way more vocal today because I feel like I'm yeah, in the thick of this. Yeah, my kids are two and three, four. But Somewhere something, so five, seven, seven. <laughs> but I really, it, it's really got my panties in a bunch because I feel like we, us parent, us individuals who are parenting in this day and age, we got the raw deal, man. It's horrifying. I'm so scared. 
everything is horrifying. We're told to be horrified all the time. And it's like, no, I don't want to be horrified. I just want to hang out, gossip a little bit. So do you ever like, because I know I have anxiety in general and I'm a total helicopter parent. Mm -hmm. Like my kids will never have fun a day in their life because I'm going (laughs) to be hovering over them, making sure that they don't. But are you ever like, because you always seem so like, our personas in those videos are close to what we are you're you just seem cool as a cucumber and I'm always like oh my god the air is too heavy my kids are gonna suffocate I I I I was you in the beginning and then I finally realized I can't I can't survive like this I have to let some things go and it's definite and I've also like I said I've gotten my panties into the bunch to a point where I'm like no I'm not gonna worry about that no, I'm not going to do this. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I can't. I can't. I can't hold on to those things. And I've definitely relaxed a bit. Like if you asked my husband who I was 15 years ago versus who I am today. Really? It's c- completely two completely different people. Well, that's reassuring. I was just so uptight about everything. But now I've realized and I also just am angry because I'm like, no, it's bullshit. Right. I'm not going to parent like that. I'm not going to be forced into this corner. I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But I feel like I definitely need somebody to to tell me like, yes, I've, I've, I, I, you know what I really want somebody to tell me? Yes. I've cloned my child's phone and I've checked on everything and they were a delightful angel. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I want to hear. Um, but the reality is somebody's going to call in or somebody will say to me at some point in message. Yes. I cloned their phone and checked in and they were looking at, um, boobies. But if they know they're being cloned, it might maybe steer them away from making those decisions. I guess. Are you supposed to tell them that you're going to clone them? Or do you keep it a secret? Oh, or is that wrong? I don't are know. You, are you a inv- truly invasive parent if you do that? That's what I'm saying is this is so hard. There's no roadmap. It's it's exhausting. Okay. we've Erica has three kids. Maybe she could uh, shed some light on this subject for right. us. Hello, Erica in West Virginia. Hello, guys. Hey. hey Hey. So what's the deal? What do you got rocking and rolling over there? <laughs> Chuck Woolery okay. rocking and rolling. <laughs> so Sorry. with an oldest son of 26 to the youngest of 18, okay. that is a rise. And, you know, the oldest one wasn't in this technology age when he first started to where I think that stuff really became popular when the youngest was five. Okay. So we have run the whole thing up one getting into it significantly older and making the other, the middle and the youngest wait. But I will tell you when the two younger ones started, our, our middle son, when he started getting into the kind of the phone thing at age, you know, 13, 14, starting high school, he had a computer in his room and my husband would check uh, his history of which you know the kids thought they were smarter than we were and that we they deleted stuff but if you know what you're doing nothing is ever deleted Mm. (laughs) and my husband found porn sites at how old uh 14 yes it will be on it 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 will be there i you know and i can't speak for for women with girls and to be quite honest with you i i wouldn't want to have a girl in this day and age because oh. that's just a whole nother ball game. Right. But here's the thing with, 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 you know, that stuff in you know, the boys and whatever, and you got to teach your daughters about this too, but 
so we sat him down, and of course he tried to lie his way out of it because it was a computer that was given to him. It was given to him by his grandparents. He tried to lie. And oh, oh were the grandparents were watching the porn together. Okay. Oh, yes, oh, yes. yes. And I was like, would you like me to call Granddad right now and let's see what sites they visit? Ooh. So of course, when we did all that, and I started dialing the phone, and he was like, no, 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 oh. no, no, no. So it wasn't you know. hotgrannies.com. That was <laughs> oh, not no, the site. No. Okay. Yeah, so, so we, you know, I, we had to just have the discussion of, you know, you have to have a real discussion for what age your children are. We basically were like, listen, when you get older, you know, sexual relations and, and with married people and things you love, that it's great. It's great. But first off, you're not old enough for it. And the stuff you're watching, that's not real life. Uh, that's the hard that's part not about what, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what real people really do in relationships. They're and you're not going to watch it in my house. <laughs> So we just took the computer away. Yeah. You know, he got yeah. grounded because he couldn't be trusted. And then we fixed it so he couldn't get on him anymore, which, you you know, you shouldn't have to do because you would think a 14-year-old would not be dumb enough to do it. But you they know, are. But, they will try anything. Okay. And here's the thing, though. They just had a different way to get to it because I have news for you. Dirty magazines have been around for quite some time. And you know that when we were growing up, Boys had dirty magazines hidden in their uh, underneath their mattresses or wherever, so they were looking at the same stuff. Not maybe, not maybe as intense or whatever, but they were no, doing they it were too. Not near as no, they yeah. weren't oh. near as intense in the eighties. My husband, I can remember my finding them in my parents' drawers right. because I'm older than you are. You're you're thirty eight. I'm forty six, so uh-huh. I'm a little. I'm even more of an eighties kid. Yes. You know? I remember finding, you know, that stuff and thinking, what the, what, my parents are crazy, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dirty birds. What yeah, about trying yeah, to that, catch you know, um, you, those channels that you don't get? You know what I mean? Back in the day when they would like their squiggly fuzz- lines, oh. squiggly, squiggly oh, lines, yeah, trying yeah. to catch and skinamax. Yeah. Oh, that's a nipple. Oh, it's a nipple. I think it's a nipple. I think it's a nipple. I feel like I was doing stuff like that at that age, like out of curiosity. You know what I mean? Well, I think it is. We did, but but what we had access to wasn't what they have access today. You know, the stuff they showed in those dirty magazines is not what you can find on whatever porn.com correct yeah. correct and that's what, I'm saying, that, that's what i'm saying is it's, 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 it's <laughs> that's what i'm saying is it, it it's just that they're they're introduced to it at an earlier age i believe and that they have so much more it's like a buffet of um uh of dirtiness and atrocious atrociousness or whatever it's just different we had very limited like okay you want to look at a playboy or uh, you know what I mean? It wasn't. And if your parents could afford H- HBO and Skinamax, like we couldn't, we didn't have that. Right. So it's yeah. just it's very different. And so I once again I pull back and I just have to hope and pray and believe that moderation is going to get us through and we will survive parenting if we are paying attention and if we are making sure that we are moderating activities and what we're doing. I have to believe that because the ulterior is to just constantly feel like your life is on fire and i don't want to do that i don't want to do that that's how i feel at all times yeah i know but i want you to i want you to not want to feel that way yes and that that is true because with this social media and the things that it's just giving parents one more thing we have to worry about yeah one more thing like we don't have enough stuff to worry about with our kids now we have to watch something else yeah. And keep track of everything it's exhausting it is exhausting but i, and also... I didn't want to do it I didn't want to do it either. That's why I told my husband, you know, when this stuff came up, it's like, I'm not doing this all the time. 
I'm not doing this all the time. Just block it. I, I'm not. I don't want to have to say, well, let's just give them some trust. No, it's not doing it. No, you get <laughs> nothing. You get nothing. I trust. I do not trust you at all. Okay. Goodbye. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Yes. I assumed. Yes. I assumed right where you were going with that story, and it confirms a lot of things. And I think that it's just. It's it's the it's the world we live in, and so we just have it to. It is. Be... It's the world we live in, and we can't expect our kids to not be curious about this stuff. No. We were. It's just part of growing up. Well, but there's there's a point and a time for everything. Correct. And it's and not the stuff they see today. You know, we were born with hoo has and dingle hoppers. You know, like you got to find. You know, everybody eventually figures out what fits where. It's just <laughs> part of. It's part of it. They are curious. It is they are. Yeah. Look at my husband. Yeah, I mean, dingle hoppers. Okay, the dingle hoppers, the boys' part. I can and the remember the girls. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I can remember when the, my son now was twenty-one. That's when they first kind of started it, all the way back into middle school, making you sign the stuff for, you know, like the sex education stuff right. and other. My son was like, there was only like four of us in there. People didn't sign their stuff. And I'm like, well, as a nurse, first off, my, my children know way more anatomy than anybody else's children. Right. But there's nothing wrong with teaching them correctly. There's a difference in me, them getting taught what the body parts are, what they do, how people are conceived, and watching porn. Two different, th- different things. Well, that's a whole, we have to do a whole show on, we're going to have to do a whole show on porn because I have news for you. It, it does distort, it, and it, it can ruin marriages, and it, it, it causes a lot of problems because it distorts what reality looks like. And we're going to talk about this in our next segment a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, so thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. I feel, thank All right. you, Erica. You have a great day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. I think the solution to all of this is, I'm not even joking, we just moved to an island with no technology. Where are we going? I don't care. I just want to go somewhere where you can just like live off the land and not have to worry about (laughs) other people and technology. In a compound live somewhere? I I might start it. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I hate (laughs) it. I dream about it. I dream about it whisking my kids away and just us because that's what's most important is your family Mm. and the world screws it up they Uh. ruin it they make you work 60 hours a week just to pay the bills you're away from your family the whole time well but once again but once again there are a lot of positives that also come out of this our community here the fact that we get to do this every day so we have to find the moderation find you know make our way through but You're let's right. so let's have a little bit of fun here in this next segment because i'm depressed so well, we need to lighten make, this up let's lighten the mood i don't want my kids to ever have cell phones it's making me sweat to think about it like i'm glad i have a while to go i think it's just warm in here today is that what it is <laughs> i'm sweating too <laughs> uh, okay all right love and marriage is brought to you by meredith and tiffany because we are both spectacular wives mm. In love and marriage today, 15 tips for staying intimate. Great. It just keeps getting worse as parents when you're too tired for sex. You've said time and again that you're too tired to have sex. So I went out and I found you 15 tips. It's perfect. I need these. Just say thank you. No, thank you is what I meant to say. Correct. Correct. So let's, so let's look at this. All right. So why don't we, we'll play a game like we always do. Okay. All right. So I'll say this. And then um, uh, you can go ahead and tell me your thoughts on this. If you think you'd do this or whatever, you'd be into it. And then I'll tell you mine. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's not really just a game. It's just a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So you lied. All right. I lied. But these are tips. These are tips from some article that I read somewhere. No. Is this from an article of parenting? 
a parenting article? Yeah. Because number one? Well, let's start with number one. Surprise your partner with lingerie. Give your partner a little visual surprise before you settle down in your sweats. It will bring fire and excitement and a promise of a future rendezvous while still letting you both relax on the couch for the night. No. What? Listen, I can tell you exactly how this will go. Okay? I'll squeeze my butt into some sexy lingerie. I'll walk out of the bathroom ready to go. And Chloe will be standing there staring at me like, what up, mommy, please. And I'm like, you're ruining my moment, Chloe. Get in your room. And by the time we finally get down into bed, I will have gotten seven cups of water, told 15 bed. No, this is a terrible idea. Terrible idea. So you're out. Number one is out. No. Easy access, sweatpants, pull them down, get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I do. I don't don't like lingerie at all. Which is surprising because you have such a great body. I want nothing to do with it. I wear only full bottom underpants (laughs) (laughs) at all times. I don't want anything wedged in my hiney. Um, I just am the unsexiest person on the planet, and I have no need or want for it. Uh, my husband would probably say he wishes that I would wear it more. Well, of course. But I want nothing to do with it. So I'm bad at this. So, But if you know it would make your husband happy, is it something you'd be willing to do? I bought... Wait. Stop it. You're laughing. <laughs> I bought... From blush, which is a, I wear these bralettes that I love because I don't have big enough boobs to actually need a bra. So they're these like little sports bra type things. Mm-hmm. I bought a nice nightgown from them and wore it for him. And I, st- I don't think he th- thought it was sexy enough. It wasn't good enough for the you. The green one with the polka dots. Was that okay? That's as sexy as it gets. It was basically just a nightgown. Wait, green with polka dots? Yeah. That doesn't sound it was, really sexy. I thought it was, he's like, <laughs> but that's, that was my idea of, hey, yeah. I'm a sexy polka dot. And he was like, <laughs> terrible. I have bad taste. It also boils down to I have bad taste. I think it, for me, it's a fear of rejection. He's so used to seeing me looking homeless that if I did come out wearing something else and he didn't react like a Victoria's Secret model just came in, I would feel stupid. Mm, anyway, I can understand that. All right. Next. Turn your phones on silent after 8 p.m. You live with your phone on silent. I do. You do. How'd you know that? Because you don't reply to my text messages <laughs> and I want to beat you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not just you. It's everybody. I, I should be important. You are important. But the, my Man. phone, like I said, technology can suck it. I hate technology. Uh, so personally, we are very bad with this. My husband is the worst perpetrator in the house. He sits on his phone until the moment he shuts his eyes in bed. And I have to ask him, can you turn your phone off so we could watch a show together? Or could you turn your phone off so that I could not have the glare into my own, my eye? <laughs> He's very bad with this. Bad. I'm calling him out. Bad. Really? Bad. And you're not? At, in bed? I don't. I'm not on my phone. After I'm 8 p.m.? Uh, no, no, no. Just in bed. Okay, well, this says after 8 p.m. Well, this is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. 8 p.m. is right when the kids go to bed, so it's your one time to sit and scroll uninterrupted. It, correct. Also, I like I said, I am bad about this, but I when I, when I am sitting on the couch or whatever and I want to watch TV and zone out, I don't want my phone in front of me. I want to watch the stupid right, show and, and I want to zone out. I want to not think. I want to not do anything. Yeah. And he wants to crush candy. <laughs> and I'm like, watch with me. We're watching these stupid people on 90 Day Fiance. Right. Watch this with me. I want to watch this. I'm entertained by this. Right. And so that's bothersome. It's the closest to a date night sometimes you can get. Correct. Huh. 
write each other little notes to start your day. Yeah. <laughs> you do that? Yeah. What does your note say? I'm like, why F-U? the F didn't you turn the coffee pot on like I asked you, mother effer? <laughs> mother effer. Um, <laughs> I am also, I also am not sexy enough to think of something like sexy to write in a note. So I would be like, hey, do you want me to touch your penis later? <laughs> like that would be awful and awkward and not... Is this uh, for them to take with them when they leave? I don't know. Maybe like on their lunch bag or something, which would lunch be bag. like their like their lunch. Like maybe write a sweet note on their lunch bag or on their napkin in their lunch box. Okay. No. Does that maybe? Well, that I don't even. Do, my husband doesn't take lunch bags, <laughs> so I'd be trying to like shove it in his pants while he's walking out you the could. door. He'd be like, "Get away! What are you doing? Why like, are you putting these trying in to be pocket? trying to spice things up, babe?" Just let me. I guess it could be a text instead of a note. True. A sexy text. Yeah. Or a, like a loving, just a loving. I guess some people love each other enough to say loving things to them. <laughs> Listen. Yesterday, I got my hair done, and I sent my husband a picture, and his response was, OMG, exclamation point, you look gorgeous, babe. I'm so glad you got it done instead of box coloring it like you were going to. And I'm not kidding. It made my whole day. See? Because usually proof. we just t- text food orders. Right. Or can you please go in the kid's room and put the Alexa back on or whatever, but it's never anything like about us or romantic, and it made my whole day. See? Oh, oh, you turned on I our Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> yeah, way to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. So I so that one is a winner. Yeah. So I, so I'm we're urging people to do that. That's okay. doable. Take it outside. I love this idea. Take your morning coffee outside and have sex on the porch. Wait, that's Oh, not, that's not what it says. No. Sorry. It says conversate outside while the kids play in the yard or living room. A change of scenery and fresh air, even if it's a bit brisk out, can really relax the two of you. I agree with this one. I think it's a good idea. I love our patio and I love sitting outside with my husband and having a glass of wine or he doesn't drink. We don't both don't drink coffee. <sighs> I drink our herbal tea now for health reasons and it sucks, but I could totally take my herbal tea outside and he would sit with me and that would be good. So, like so that's two so far that I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> Five's not going to work for me. Okay. Remind each other why you got married. You'd have to remember first why you got <laughs> why well, you married them. For me, it would be like, cause remember that time you put this baby in me after we were dating for oh, two months? Do you remember that time? And then you had, you felt like you had no choice but to marry ah, me. It was wait, so romantic. That could be an awkward conversation. Right. But so. We talk about how do far Do you remember come. why you let him put a baby in you? I mean. Yeah, he was so hot. <laughs> okay, and I had been locked up for a while. Oh my! So- <laughs> the romance I'm just is just kidding. overwhelming here. I'm just kidding. I love him, and I am amazed that he stuck around when he didn't have to. That's what I think of. He could have run and been like, Ooh, but he stuck around. That's and, and married me and solid he's a wonderful dad and a wonderful point and a good perspective to have. And yeah. I say, yes, I second that. Remember that. Think about that. Tell him that. And I can guarantee you that he's got wonderful things to say about you because you're a wonderful person. Oh, thanks. You it's are. true. I like you lots. Uh, oh, I was and I do. Same. I try to remind my husband why, um, why I love him so much. I'm probably very bad at this. Uh, well, let's ask him. Dave, does she remind you? Oh, is he writing them in here? Oh, oh yeah. So Dave went through 
to answer. Oh, wait. I have them on a separate page. <laughs> Hold on. So let's see. What was that? Five. Dave wrote what he thought she would say. Do you remember? Was that to me? Do, do you Oh, remember? I would say, do you remember? And that's exactly what you said. Yeah, I do. I did say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah! He knew. Ah, that's freaky. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on because that just that the- freaked me out. <gasps> I'm getting a Christmas card. Oh, yeah, you're on the list. Oh, my God. It's very short list. I'm so honored. <laughs> All right, mo- moving on. Number Sorry. six, take weekend getaways when you can. If you can take a getaway for a weekend, even if it's a day trip, do something, even if it's making an, a, a, an adventure at the park, even if it's free, no cost, whatever, get away and do something with your lover. You don't want to do that, huh? Mm-mm. No. No. Your homebodies. I am. Yeah, we both are. We're total homebodies. I love the idea. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is both of us would rather not get dressed and leave the house. <laughs> if I'm being honest, maybe that's why we should, though, switch things up. Well, I am more of a homebody than Dave. Dave wants to go and be out all of the time. I have to force myself into being out. Hmm. But if it was like. He said to me, okay, I want to take you to Tampa for the night and take you out to dinner and stay in a hotel. I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Take me. Take me out to dinner. Yeah, because then I'm literally I have to do nothing. No, I don't have to plan it. I don't have to do whatever. I have to do nothing. And he would just take care of it. That I would like. Yeah, I like But like if I have to be involved with the planning or the preparation, I want nothing to do with it because I'm so exhausted from life. Yes. Like, no, 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 no. Yep. I'll sit here in my red robe and do nothing. And I'll smell like this until Monday. Ah, So that's tough. But they are saying that taking those weekend getaways not only benefit you and your marriage, but also your kids because they should be spending time with other people other than you. I mean, I'll let them do that anytime they want. Right. So people too. walk by my house <laughs> and I'm like, hey, do you need some? Do you want to take them? Or? And yet you're afraid of, of the kidding. outside world. I, okay. I really am. All right. All right. Ugh, number seven Ugh. makes me hivey <laughs> getting ready to say it. You should kiss more. Do yeah. you guys kiss a lot? Yeah. Oh, Not so much makeouts. Pecs? Like... Are there kisses with tongue, though? Sometimes. Oh. But they're very short. Short tongue? Yeah. Because uh, uh, usually one or both <laughs> of us haven't brushed our teeth. So <laughs> we're trying okay. to do the other one a favor. Dave wrote next to this that I would say, gross. <laughs> Which he is correct. I, I, we, we kiss anytime we are leaving. If I'm going somewhere, or he's going somewhere. I, but he does not like the way I kiss. Um, do you? Should I actually tell people what you say my lips look like when I go to kiss you? <laughs> a butthole. A butthole. He says that my <laughs> lips it. look like an anus. Really? And they do. That's how you come at him. Yeah. Oh. Because here's the thing. I have <laughs> tiny, green polka dot. I have no. Look at my face. I have no lips. Literally no lips. No, You're they're just not super, doing it right. They're super. You're thin. supposed to push. Out from the inside, not cat butthole mouth. That's not no. <laughs> Jesus, got <laughs> it. I have none. It's not my fault. I have no lips. I don't either. You work with what you got, girl. You know what I'm saying. I could get some injections, but no. But so, 
it's not gross. People are saying it's not gross. Stop it. But, but no. So here's the thing. We do kiss in that sense. And I have been actively attempting to get better when we are making the love to kiss. Would you agree with that husband? He said no. He was like, I guess I felt like I was making an effort. Apparently I wasn't. Okay. Duly noted. (sighs) Get in a quick massage. Oh, there's more. Yes. Yes. Giving each other a short massage can really help you relax and unwind from a stressful day. Just touching each other (sighs) reminds you both of the connections you have. An unprompted massage is sexy to me. Yeah. Like not having to be like, babe, can you rub my back? Like him just being like, yo, girl, let me make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? Does he say it like that right nah. before the massage? He usually goes like this on my shoulder twice and then is like, my turn. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. My husband will touch my breasts and then say, oh, I thought those were your shoulder blades. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll say, stop it. And he'll go, you want to do it? Oh and that's God. how sex starts at my house. <laughs> Not a lie. It's actively the truth. <laughs> um, I am not a super duper fan of being touched. So I'm not really a big like massage person. Mm-hmm. I will rub his back when he asks for it. Um, cause sometimes he just really has a kink or whatever, uh-huh. but he doesn't want like a massage to like to be sexual. I don't think anyway, I don't, he just wants, yeah, he just wants you to rub his shoulders. Right. Yeah. And I would more be like. Um, don't touch me at all. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. All right, moving on. <laughs> Try not to sleep after the kids go to bed. Just sit on the couch together, turn your cell phones off, and stare into each other's eyes. Nuh-uh. It says, ask each other about your day and inspire hours of conversation. Who wrote this? I don't remember. They're, uh, they're liars. They're liars. But my husband wrote next to this, she would do this only to watch, to binge watch 90 Day Fiance. And it says right on there, turn your TV off. All right. Have a day date. Yes. I do like to go out with my husband during the day and have lunch and do other things with him. Yeah. I feel it's better almost than date nights because we don't get date nights often at all. But because the kids are in school, we can grab day dates. And I recommend if your kids are in school and you can grab your spouse, have a day date. Even if you go to Taco Bell for a burrito, have a day date. Mm. I recommend those highly, highly, highly. You get to actually talk and interact and be together, and it's good quality time, and I'm a firm believer in that. Right. It doesn't have to be sexy or about a date, right, or, like, do date things. Spending time with your spouse during the day when the kids are not bombarding you is fantastic. So, okay, so there's a bunch of these, so I just want to Just hit hit the rest of them, yeah. Have a little photo shoot. If you're feeling a little awkward about getting intimate again, why not document it forever with photos? <laughs> right? I totally disagree with that. I don't want anybody taking my no, picture. No, me neither. I hate I hate it. Play games together, but they don't mean in the way that I thought initially. They mean like literal games. Board games. Competition. Healthy competition will relax the two of you and it'll allow you to be silly. No. I, I, we should take a caller and see if anybody else has any ideas or things that work for them in their marriage yeah we'll wrap up the show with a caller on on your best way of keeping it spicy (sighs) best way of keeping it spicy and and love okay what happens if what happens and it has nothing to do with him it has everything to do with me what if you're just not really super interested in it being spicy right now i think that's okay as long as you're both on the same page (laughs) 
Right. It's not like I'm turning him down. Right. As long as you're both on the, because you're in the trenches. And I told you time and again. Yeah. You're in the trenches. This is really tough. This is a hard time. It's exhausting. So as long as you're communicating that, because when I was feeling that way, he was not. He wanted attention that I was not giving him. And it caused a lot of friction and a lot of fights and a lot of stress in our marriage. And it was very, we had a very difficult time. We are very honest and open about the fact that we um, almost called it quits. Wow. Because we were in such different head spaces with what we expected out of our marriage and what we were getting from our marriage and what we were putting into our marriage. So. Right here. This is exactly the one I want. Okay. What's sad is, look at the extent women go to to find ways to talk with, be with their man. But where's the advice for the men, if that makes sense? Crystal, it does make sense. And I think that that is definitely part of the issue that we were just discussing right this very second. Is that we were in that spot. Nobody's called in. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. No, it's so busy. So many people are trying to call at once. (laughs) Nobody can get through. Um, So, but here's the thing. Um... I think we are constantly always, always thinking about that and worrying about that. And we're also trying to compare our marriages to other people and think that we're failing when in fact, most people are going through the exact same thing. They just don't want to be honest about the fact that they're having a hard time or they're in the trenches in their parenting or their marriage because they don't want to outwardly reveal their you know their secret lives i think it would be cool if they had like classes or like meetings for guys on how to be i know sometimes in churches they do Mm -hmm. like marriage how to be a good husband and stuff like that like i would love for my because you don't know what you don't know and so if you just have what's in your brain and you don't do anything to expand on it then you're never going to know so like we We read articles, we talk to each other, like Crystal said, you know, we do so much to try to figure out how to make our marriage better, but the men don't, I'm I'm not trying to man bash, I'm just saying, like, what are resources that, because guys won't sit around and talk about this. No, no, but um, maybe some do, I don't know, but I, but what I do know is that they are, they are not mind readers, and so I finally had to be very blunt and very direct with my thoughts and my needs and my wants. And it was like, we call it the real fireworks of 4th of July. I said, I've said this a couple of times and it was like, there was a serious come to Jesus meeting. And I was like, this is either we're going to figure this out or it's not working. And, and that was on the 4th of July or that's it just was. what you said? No, oh. no, it was literally on the 4th of July a couple of years ago. Wow. So yeah, several years ago now. Four years ago? I don't remember. A while. All right. We've got Gina from Texas. She's got four kids, and she's going to send us off here with her tidbit of marriage advice. Well, actually, I had a question. Oh, just (laughs) kidding. She's got a question. What do you got? (laughs) Hi. So, um, Meredith, when you said that you and your husband um, were going to call it quits at one point, I wanted to know what you guys did to work on it more. Mm, Good question. So I literally came in to the room. I'll never forget this day as long as we live. I was at my wits end. I had already tried to get the kids ready for this annual party that we go to. I was completely exhausted from uh, work, 
uh, trying to do the blog, cleaning, cooking, keeping up with everything. He was always at work. And I looked at him and I started screaming, not, not yet, not yelling, screaming at him, um, telling him that I needed help. And if he wasn't going to be there for me and help me, that I didn't know that I could do this anymore because I felt alone and isolated and I was at my wits end. And I said, I need you to help me. Do you understand me? And the look on his face was just shock and awe and terror because he didn't know that I was feeling this way or that I needed any of these things. And so I have up to that point had been a terrible communicator, obviously, of what I actually needed or wanted. <clears throat> we didn't speak again that day. <laughs> Literally, we went to this party and stayed on opposite sides. And when we got back home, he kind of looked at me and was like, I, I don't want you to go anywhere. I didn't know this was how you were feeling. What what do you want to do? Like, what do we need to do? And we started having conversations every single day about expectations and what I needed, what he needed. Um, he was like, well, I need sex and you don't have sex with me. And I was like, I need dishes to be done and you don't do dishes. And then he would be like, well, I want blah, blah, blah. And I would say, well, I want. And then we realized we were both just shouting wants at each other. And then we kind of in the middle of these conversations would say, okay, what do you need to feel like I love, like that I'm showing I love you? Mm. What do I, you know, this is what I need to yeah. feel like you love me. And so we started to break it down and we were literally having conversations about our wants and our needs. What, what are you saying over there? It was awful. He said, it was so much talking. He literally <laughs> just looked at me and said it was awful and it was so much talking, but but, but it, it was, but he just looked at Mother me and he said, effort. no, no, it was really good because we actually started discussing what we truly needed from each other. And I couldn't carry the, the mental load and the physical load of all of the things that I was doing. I couldn't, I couldn't anymore. I was done. I was spent. And so it was just a lot of really hard conversations, things you don't want to say to your spouse. Like I had right. to look at him and say, I don't like you. I actively dislike you. And I know I'd never wanted to say that to him. I mean, he's my best friend. He's my go-to. He's my ride or die. I didn't like him. I didn't like him. Right. And he didn't like me because he didn't like the person who I had become because I was gnarly, man. I was upset all the time. I was angry. I was overworked, exhausted. And so now we, and we have by no means have a perfect marriage at all. I'm never going to sell that to you. But what I can tell right. you, the one thing that we do every damn day, we communicate. If, the, if he does something, I, and this is our, and this, this show is not for kids, by the way. So if your kids are listening, this is on you. No. I say to my kids constantly, or I say to my kids, I say to, I say to my husband constantly when he is, when he is speaking to me in a certain manner, I'll say, you're acting like a dick. I need you to reel it in. Don't speak to me in that tone. Or if I'm being nasty to him, he'll say to me, whoa, 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 back it up. We don't talk to each other like this. And we have to remind each other of how to communicate. Does he call you names? Right. Yes. Well, that's like, We're bad uh, that's that. my problem with like my husband is that like when we say something like that to each other, it kind of like ticks us off even more. And then we get to the point of like, fighting or like no return or not even like talking for the rest of the night. So I would say, um, when you like, when you get to that point, give yourself 
I like count because I'll actually count in my head. I'll go 10, 9, 8, 7. And I try to, I try to bring myself down so that I can continue right. to talk to him. If, if the conversation is not going to go anywhere, take a time out and say to right. the other person, nope, we've gone too far. We need a time out. We'll re we'll revisit this, but you have to have the conversation. You can't just let it go. Right. You have to. And, and the, the, yeah. the whole thing that we do is we just, we, we are, con we work together for crying out loud. We are constantly communicating. I'm not saying we agree all the time because we absolutely don't, right. but he, but he is going to know by the end of the conversation, how I feel and why. And I will ask yeah. him to be clear with me. How do you feel and why? Because I do care about him. I do love him, but there are absolutely times where I don't like him at all. I don't like him I when he acts a certain way or does something. Same thing with me. I'm spicy, man. I am oh my. spicy. So, so, and, and when he tells me, I have to remember, like, I've actually caught myself in a mirror when fighting with him one time. And I was like, oh, 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 oh my, that's bad. Oh. And I caught myself and I was like, oop. I need to reel this in real quick, so um, funny. but it does give you some perspective on it. But I think it's important as long as we are communicating, I think we've got a shot. You know what right. I mean? I think when this, when the, when the touching stops, the talking stops, the time stops, then you've got a problem that you really need to, 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 to find some, you know, maybe some professional help. And we've gone to a therapist. So I do recommend that if that's something that you need, but I'm saying if right. those things are all gone, you, you, you know, you really need to have a conversation because then it's, then you're just roommates and yeah. that's, and that can be a problem. But if you're communicating and you're talking, like Tiffany was saying, what if I just am not in a space where I want to be sexual right now? Just as long as you're communicating that with your spouse and you're working through that together with them. And the, like I said, the right. phase of, of marriage you're in and parenting you're in. I think my medicine has a lot to do with it too. It does. It does. <laughs> Anxiety and yeah. depression medication puts a real damper on your libido. Yeah. It's not him. Just right. Clear that up. Right. But so that's what I'm saying. It's it's there's a it's lot of things. Too. If you're communicating those things together, I think you've got a really solid shot. Awesome. Thanks, Meredith. Thanks, guys. That's awesome. Well, I that was long winded, but thank you for calling. <laughs> I appreciate it. Bye, Gina. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Bye. You too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So, God, well, this was a marathon of an episode. Wait. Okay. So. So are you going to implement any of these then, Meredith, that you've heard today? Um, I'm going to do uh, the massage. I'm going to demand a massage from him <laughs> and have him take pictures of me <laughs> and make sweet treats for my Awkward. Sweets. You're going to have him take awkward pictures of you? Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's good for you. Yes. No, I'm going to continue to implement day dates because those are great for us. And I am going to hope that he puts his phone away in bed. Okay. You hear that. To watch me watch keep, TV. Keep us posted next week. <laughs> Let us know. I want him to watch me watch TV so that I know that he loves me. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's fun to have somebody to talk to about the show. I do. I love to chat about it. It's a funny show. It's it's a very interesting show. So that's it. Okay. So if you are interested in watching and hearing and thinking and feeling more of us, you could find me at jugglingthejenkins.com. It's juggling the Jenkins across all social meds. 
And you'll find me over at That's Inappropriate. And please, if you've enjoyed this podcast, leave us a review. And if you want to, if you want to hear a certain topic on the show, you can go to support at that's inappropriate.com. And if you put in the subject line podcast idea, we'll read through those and then we can maybe have your stuff on some of the future podcasts, maybe for next season or whatevs or, you know, yeah, people have good ideas. Yeah. So if you like the show, then leave a review. And if you don't, then just also maybe don't leave a review. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe do something else with your time. Yeah. Maybe other than just reviewing learn, our show. Spend that time learning to love us is what mm-hmm. you need to do. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here with us. Join us next week when Meredith and I host C.A. Miljavik. <laughs> oh, that didn't work out at all. <laughs> Dave, you wrote you wrote the the outro. I wrong. could have checked it though. He yeah. told me to check it. But but we will have her next week, and we're so excited um, to have her on the show. So you can take it or leave it. An advice ish <laughs> show hosted by two struggling moms who have no, who have idea, no idea what we're, what we're doing. doing to. Yep. <sighs> we have to leave it. Like we have to leave it there because it was so bad. So All right, guys. We'll see you next week we'll for see. episode nine. Yes. Wait. Yeah. Today was eight. You're right. Dude. Okay. All right. I love you so much. Peace. Bye. Everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> yeah.